Welcome to the Wisdom Community Podcast. I'm Rabbi John Carrier, and I am convinced that the path to a better life lies in seeking wisdom and in seeking community. Are you seeking? Then this is for you, seeker. Hello, Seeker. Once again, it is I, Rabbi John Carrier, coming to you on the Wisdom Community Podcast. I'm so grateful that you've chosen to listen to this episode, and I'm grateful for every single episode that you've listened to. If this is your first, I've got about 12 more in the can, and I suggest you check them out. Today, I'm going to ask you for something, and then I'm going to offer you something. First, I want to ask you for a favor. This podcast is now available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and SoundCloud. However you're choosing to listen to it, I want to ask you to take a moment to go and rate this program on your platform of choice. Those may be stars, those may be hearts, that may be a scale of one to infinity. But for my sake, uh, for feedback, for letting me know how I'm doing, and for the sake of anyone else you think might like this podcast... Please go to your chosen platform and give it a rating of some sort, up to the maximum and including the maximum number of stars as you see fit. If you like this program, then, as they say, like this program. And feel free to leave a comment as well. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know how I can improve the show. Let others know how much you enjoy it. People I know personally who've listened to it uh, have said nice things, but, you know, they could just be being nice. So let me know how you like it, Seeker. As much as I enjoy the sound of my own voice, I'm really doing this for you. I'm trying to share some of the wisdom that my teachers have given to me and pay it forward. That's my ask. Please let me know how I'm doing. Please let others know that you enjoy this, if you enjoy this. And now here's what I'm offering you in return. I want to answer whatever questions you have, whether it's a question about Judaism, a question about the path to seeking wisdom, the question of the meaningful life or how to live uh, a life that feels more meaningful, a question about how to overcome challenges you have or challenges that you see other people having. Whatever your question is, I will answer it to the best of my ability from the very best of my learning. Now, there's a couple of ways that I can go about this. Either you can send me an email at rabbi at wisdomcommunitypodcast.com or I am making available on the wisdomcommunitypodcast.com website something called SpeakPipe. SpeakPipe is a tool or an app or a widget or an add-on of some sort that goes into my website. And when you find it, you click on that button and you can actually record like a voicemail. You can record your question right on the website using your mobile phone, perhaps, or whatever browser you're using. You can record it right there and ask a question, and I will answer it. And maybe even I'll play your question on the air. And by air, I mean internet, because this is a podcast after all. So that's the ask and the offer. The ask is, please let me know how this program is working for you and let other people know how you enjoy it. And in return, I will answer whatever question you have sent to me either at rabbi at wisdomcommunitypodcast.com or via the SpeakPipe app or utility on my website, which is wisdomcommunitypodcast.com. I have a few things that I'd like to get to in my teachings on this program, 
however I feel like I can do the best work by answering the questions that you have right now. So let me know what those are, and I look forward to answering your questions. Today is a bit of a catch-up program uh, to let you know what I've been up to and also to let you know what's happening in the near future. One thing that I've been up to is building out my YouTube channel. In addition to this podcast, I also have a YouTube channel that is Rabbi John Carrier, aptly named, that's me, which you can find by typing in youtube.com slash Rabbi John Carrier, uh, no spaces or dashes or underscores or any weird symbols, just all one word, Rabbi John Carrier. Just type in youtube.com slash Rabbi John Carrier, and you can find about 60 videos that I've put up over the last year or so. Many of them travelogues with my family. I went to Disneyland with my kids and learned a little tour there. You might be surprised. Went to the beach, went to a pick-it-yourself farm, learned a little tour there. You can see that on the video. I have a few brief videos explaining Jewish words you might hear, like one you'll hear today, which is teshuvah or tshuva, depending on where you're from. That's been popular lately because we are about to enter the season of teshuvah, that is the period uh, from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, known as the Aseret Yemei Tshuva, or the 10 Days of Repentance. But more about that in a little bit. In addition to nice Jewish words, I explain some nice Jewish days. That is our holidays. I think right now I have videos on Shabbat and on Rosh Hashanah and on Yom Kippur, or rather videos about Shabbat. I don't record videos on Shabbat, but I've recorded a couple of videos about Shabbat, and they've been pretty popular, as well as one about Rosh Hashanah and one about Yom Kippur, explaining what those days are all about, where we got them, what they are intended to accomplish. And you might ask, John, how did days accomplish anything? Well, our marking of these days have a purpose, and they have an effect on our life. These are a kind of technology, if you will. And it might be hard to think of a biblical Bronze Age holiday as being a technology. But what is a technology? A technology is an organized method of solving a problem. And one of the problems that we have is those things that we carry around with us, those things that we're upset about, those things that we are maybe not proud of that we've done or not proud of as aspects of our character. And how do we resolve those things? How do we make amends? How do we rebuild relationships that might have been damaged? How do we reconnect to God? How do we reconnect to our deeper selves and our best principles? That's what the process is that we're about to go through in the period from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. And you can learn more about that on the videos on my YouTube channel. And just for fun, I've also started doing a daily-ish vlog. A vlog is a not a vampire word, but it's a, a video blog. And my purpose for these videos is to just give you a glimpse into my daily life as a rabbi, as a dad, uh, as a person who is trying to lose a little weight. You can't really see that listening to a podcast. Uh, but trust me, I am less out of breath making this podcast because I've lost about 20 pounds in the last six weeks or so. That's one of the things I've been doing when I've not been recording new podcasts. And you can watch that journey and catch some recipes and some workout ideas and my struggles with Andy, my trainer, 
who has been a delight and, and like I said, has helped me lose about 20 pounds in the last six weeks or so. So you can check out all that on my daily-ish vlog right there on my YouTube channel, Rabbi John Carrier. Uh, that is youtube.com slash Rabbi John Carrier. But enough plugging me, let's plug some wisdom. The wisdom that I want to talk about today, as I said before, is the wisdom of Teshuvah. This is a Hebrew word that means literally return or turning around. So it's apt that we use this word for the process of repentance or the process of amends, or as I like to think of it, self-improvement. And we can access this technology of self-improvement at any moment, at any time of year, uh, at any time that we make a mistake or have a regret. We focus especially on it in the period of Elul, the month of Elul, that is the month running up to Rosh Hashanah. And then starting on Rosh Hashanah, uh, we really, really focus on it. There is a Jewish idea that on Rosh Hashanah, God opens a book. And in this book, uh, we are inscribed uh, on a list either of people who are going to have a good year or on a list of people who are going to have a bad year. Some people call this the book of life and death who's going to survive and who's not going to survive. As many rabbis thought many years ago, this was dependent upon our character. This was dependent on our relationship with God, how we carried out God's will, and how we maintained our relationships with other people. So just as in the secular world, there is this idea that we make New Year's resolutions. How are we going to be better or do better in the coming year? Judaism takes the opportunity of the first of the year. This is when we kind of turn our calendars over. Uh, the Jewish year right now is 5776 since the creation of the world. And on Rosh Hashanah, it becomes 5777. And of course, what better time to make New Year's resolutions? So at this time, we begin focusing on how we'd like to improve our lives, improve our behavior, improve our attitude, our outlook on life. And the prayers in the liturgy of the holiday celebrations of this uh, focus our attention on that. And then we have these 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur to take stock, to make amends, to pray for guidance, to pray for help, to gather with community where we might see people that we haven't seen since last Rosh Hashanah and take that opportunity to say, you know what, I was kind of a jerk. I'm sorry about that. And not just to ask for forgiveness, but also to give it. People might come up to you and say, I'm sorry about what I did uh, to you or about you. Something that cheesed you off, something that caused damage to your property or damage to our relationship. And I'd really like to make amends. And then you have the opportunity to forgive that person. This is a great gift. This is like a psychological superpower that you have to let go of those grudges that weigh you down. And then at the end of these 10 days, we have Yom Kippur. This is uh, Hebrew for the Day of Atonement. It is considered the holiest day on the Jewish calendar for the whole year. And on this day, we fast. We abstain from eating and drinking from sundown on one day till sundown the next. So that's about, uh, we add a little buffer on either side. So that's about 25 hours of no eating, no drinking, no sex, no uh, wearing comfortable leather shoes, no bathing or perfume or deodorant or anything like that. We really become like we're dead. We become 
like angels in a way that don't need these material things so that it can focus our mind sharply on our character, on our hopes, on our guilt, and on our ability to change our ways. And one idea that I want to share and perhaps unpack more greatly in a later episode is the idea that what Maimonides teaches about Yom Kippur is that we fast on Yom Kippur and abstain from earthly pleasures in order to get right with God. This self-affliction is what's supposed to make up for those transgressions between us and our maker. However, it does not absolve us of transgressions against other people. No matter how much we suffer on Yom Kippur, we are still responsible for those things that we've done to somebody else until we make an honest effort to make amends. And what does this honest effort entail? Maimonides spells this out for us. He says you should go to the person and say you're sorry and seek to make things right, to make this person whole. And if this person rejects you, you are responsible for going back again. This time, take friends with you. Do this in public. Maybe a private apology wasn't good enough for this person. This person wants you to have witnesses. And you are to go back uh, up to three times with these witnesses until this person you've wronged forgives you. And if they don't forgive you after these three public apologies, Maimonides says you are off the hook in a way. You have done your level best. You can consider yourself absolved, and this person who hasn't forgiven you has his or her own spiritual work to do. So again, this is about best efforts, not perfection. This is about making an honest attempt, a sincere attempt to make things right with the human beings that you have wronged, but you don't have to be perfect. And if you've made a good attempt, you are considered absolved in God's eyes, even if this person uh, doesn't have the strength yet to forgive you. That is the work that we're going to be doing over the period from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. Just so you know, here in 2016, or that uh, liminal space between 5776 and 5777 on the Jewish calendar, our Rosh Hashanah observance will begin at sundown on Sunday, October 2nd, coming up a week from when I'm recording this podcast. So thank you for learning about Teshuvah with me, and I'm going to make you one more offer since you have stuck it out and listened this far. If you would like to join a community in the celebration of Rosh Hashanah and you don't have a place to go, please, please connect with me. Please send me an email at rabbi at wisdomcommunitypodcast.com. Of course, this most pertains to those within uh, shouting or driving distance of Burbank, California, or I don't know if you're looking for a place to go near your own community and maybe you don't know how to find a place, reach out to me and maybe I can see if I have some local contacts in that area who can accommodate you. But in any case, uh, if you do have a place to go, go to that place. If you have a community that you already belong to, rabbis that you already learn with, friends that you already sit with for these high holy days, please join them. But if you don't have a place to go or people to go with, let me know and I'll do my best to accommodate you at my synagogue. Once again, Seeker, I could not be more grateful that you have listened to the sound of my voice, that you have learned about Teshuvah with me. If this is the first time you've listened to the Wisdom Community Podcast, I invite you to check out prior episodes 
where I've done teachings on various Jewish ideas. Once I even had an interview with the director of the Miller Introduction to Judaism program. That was a great conversation, probably my longest and yet my most popular episode. So check that out. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. You can find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, the audio platform of your choice. And once again, I encourage you to rate this podcast. Give it five stars if you think it's five star worthy. If you love it, tell your friends about it on those platforms. If you don't love it, send me an email and let me know how I can improve our learning together. And finally, I encourage you to ask questions. This is part of the deep fabric of the wisdom of the Jewish tradition. And what many people admire about it, both Jews and non-Jews, is that we encourage and in fact insist on people asking good questions of sacred texts. And I'll tell you, every question that you have is a good question. God willing, I can give you a good answer on this podcast. Hit me up on SpeakPipe. There should be a link to that on my website or send me an email at rabbi at wisdomcommunitypodcast.com. And I look forward to our learning together in the days to come and possibly celebrating together on Rosh Hashanah, eating together on Rosh Hashanah, not eating together, but still celebrating together on Yom Kippur. And if I don't talk to you before then, I wish all of you and each of you a sweet new year. Shalom Seeker. Be well. Seeker, thank you for joining me today for this Wisdom Community Podcast. I invite you to join our community by visiting wisdomcommunitypodcast.com where you can sign up for our email list to receive updates on future programs and opportunities to seek wisdom and seek community together. If you have a particular question for me, please feel free to email me at the following address, rabbi at wisdomcommunitypodcast.com. Until we speak again, I bless you with strength on your journey in seeking wisdom and seeking community. Be well. Be well.